0: Good morning. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah, and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. Whether you've been here before or this is your first time listening, thank you so much for joining me today. I promised you that I would offer you daily doses of hope, and I have to apologize because I have not been Producing daily doses of hope. I have been trying to, but sometimes it's difficult to get to it every day. So, apologies. Should I change the name, like Occasional Doses of Hope? Or Every Other Day? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Okay, so I want to start with um reading you an email that I got from one of my, my loyal listeners. I, I call him, I've given him the title of top male fan of the 28% of men who listen to my podcast. So um congratulations to you, Dan from Ohio. I do appreciate, I really do appreciate you and the messages, the correspondence that we have. And this is the most recent message he sent me, which I asked him permission if I could read it. And he said, of course. So here it goes. Hi, Sarah. I just listened to Life Has a Purpose episode it was so wonderful. I could so much relate to a lot of what you said, the self-hatred, low self-worth. Like you, I could put on a good front that everything was okay, but life was really falling apart around me everywhere. Until I got sober, I never realized that I was so exhausted, just so sick and tired. I want to thank you for becoming a podcast person. You have impacted my life so much, and I believe God put you and this podcast into my life for a reason. That just warmed my heart so much when I got that yesterday. Thank you, Dan, from Cleveland. And I appreciate every message that you send me. And I'm grateful that you are one of my 28% of male listeners If there are other male listeners that that like to share about how they're receiving my podcast, you can do it anonymously. Um, Don't worry. I won't. If you send me something, I won't share it unless I ask permission. I promise you that. Just ask Dan. And for the, I think it's 68% of women, I've heard from about three or four of you and I really appreciate that too. And so, yeah, so that's how I wanted to start the day. I love that. I love making connections. This, this more than anything, is um, really why I do the podcast. Because I want, I want to connect. And I know I, I say it all the time that community connection um, so that you don't feel so alone in this journey. For me, that's what's been helping me to stay sober. And that's what I want to offer through this podcast. I, um, okay, so what I wanted to talk about today, let me just make sure I'm recording because... <laughs> There was one time I recorded a 20 minute episode and I realized I didn't even hit start record. Yes, I will admit that. I have no shame in admitting to making silly mistakes. It's just a mistake. I'm not going to judge it. So I've, I realized that I've been often having these daily doses of hope episodes correlate with my social media posts on Instagram. And yesterday I was compelled to, I was, I was feeling very nostalgic. I was feeling very grateful. I was feeling so proud and, but sad that all at the same time, because my husband drove my oldest son back to college yesterday And I didn't think I would get emotional, but it it hit me like five minutes before he left as he's bringing stuff down to be put out in the car, I just started to cry. And and I know I'm going to see him again very soon. I mean, fortunately, being 49 years old, time just it's, goes so much faster than when I was 29 or 19 or 9. So I have that going for me (laughs) that I will see him again very soon. And of course we can always FaceTime and talk on the phone or text the gifts of modern day communications, right? So yeah, so I was flooded with, with memories, just wonderful memories and also flooded with So much excitement for him, Um, so much hope for him that, you know, that he just, um, it's hard to put into words, but anyone who's a parent who's listening, I'm sure can identify. But what I shared on social media is that, you know, had I not gotten sober 3,438 days ago, when my son was roughly seven, I think. I don't know. I I don't ever get it exactly right. But I... Our relationship has changed, and I hope... it continues to grow and change in my sobriety. He... Uh, I noticed he was greatly impacted by, well, I don't know. I, this is my experience. When I got sober, I was really thinking so much about myself. You know, I thought about, I did think for a minute about how I was impacting my children's lives by always being so hungover. And this was like within the last 18 months of my active addiction. So I don't know how my my oldest son was experiencing me. He's never articulated that to me and I respect his privacy that way. Um, If he ever feels like he needs to share that with me, that's fine. If he doesn't want to, that's fine. But what I experienced is that we had always been really close and I posted pictures of us, um, actually before i got sober and after i got sober i didn't post any pictures of the last 18 months or 2 years before i decided to surrender and i i don't i couldn't find any pictures of the last couple of years before i got sober of the two of us but I did find pictures of when we were, you know, he and I, when when he was much younger, when I was much younger, when my addiction wasn't um, just really, it, it hadn't impacted me so greatly that I felt felt like I was just a shell of a human. But I looked at pictures, you know, when he left and, and after he hugged and said goodbye, and he was really sweet about me being emotional, and I didn't fall to the ground, falling apart. I I cried probably for about 45 seconds, to be honest with you. So I was looking through these pictures, you know, after he left, and I get that way. I get nostalgic, and I don't judge myself for needing to do that when he leaves. And I don't – I used to be like, oh, don't be so overdramatic or being over – You know, old, old, you know, messages that I would hear in my head. I used to get that way. I don't, I don't judge myself anymore. I just allow the feelings to come and go. And I don't sit with them for that long, really. Like I said, it was 45 seconds of crying. And then I stopped crying. And then I think I cleaned the kitchen and then I looked through pictures And then that's when it compelled me, I was compelled to post on it because my, my son, I realized, I realized that he had, from my experience, had withdrawn from me. And I don't know when that started, but I could see it very clearly within the first year or so of my sobriety. And I remember becoming really depressed about that. And I had a therapist and I talked a lot about it with her. And and even though things between us were, I think, I, I don't know if he was aware like he, he somehow was aware that I was changing, whether he could articulate it or not, or wanted to or not. I felt like he was getting closer, like coming back to me. That's the, f- the feeling that that's what I experienced. And I was sad because I, I didn't even, I couldn't see it in addiction that he had withdrawn from me until he was coming back to me when I was sober. So, once I was kind of over myself and over the fact that that had happened, I embraced the fact that he was coming back to me and and that's that's the beauty of sobriety is that recognizing the how it can benefit relationships, not just with my sons, but with other people in my life, I started to see changes and improvements. And there was no other way to correlate that reason, except for the fact that I had gotten sober and I started to do a lot of work on myself, healing my own past, you know, throwing out trash that really didn't need to be stuck in my head anymore because that was blocking me from my everyday relationships. Getting sober is so much more than just putting down the drink. For me, getting sober wasn't a fad. It wasn't like a new trend for me to take part of. It was something that I had to do because I was, I was either going to die or lose everything. And I didn't want either of those things to happen, even though I did have thoughts of like, oh, I just... I'm so tired of myself. I'm tired of living this way. I want to be dead. Yes, those are suicidal thoughts. I didn't act on them because there was that small piece of me that was like, do do I really want to leave my kids motherless? Is that really a kind thing to do to my husband, leave him as a single parent? But I know that, you know, not to digress, but suicide is a hu- hugely serious topic, and I know that people do get to that place, and that just shows. And this can be an entirely different episode. the 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 power of, oh gosh, of mental illness, of depression, of. I I know that I can identify with that. But but. Gratefully, I had the strength to not, I'm misspeaking, whatever it was, I heard a little voice inside of me that said, live, live. And In choosing life, I am getting another chance to really live a life that I feel I am meant to live, that I deserve to live, that other people deserve. I want to show up in a way where my children are Not withdrawing from me, but walking towards me without fear of what their mom might do or say. It's such an incredible gift to our children to get sober. And I've done episodes on this before, but if you're a longtime listener, you'll notice that I have a tendency to repeat myself because the things that I say over and over again are things that I need to remember and I feel just need to be heard and reminded of over and over again. If you want to look at my post and you're not on Instagram, uh, just re- uh, email me at sobergratitudes at gmail.com and I can just send you what I wrote. And if you are on Instagram, I'm at sober underscore gratitudes underscore podcast. And lastly, I just want to wrap up. I apologize again <laughs> Because I do sell some sober merchandise off my website, but I changed plans, like my yearly plans on my website. And I didn't realize that I lost the ability to sell merchandise, merchandise off my website. So I'm in the process of trying to figure out how I can sell those really cool, grateful winter hats and caps and all make sure that you're aware of the fact that they're available to be purchased again and proceeds go to Miss Wilson's house in Morristown, New Jersey. It's a nonprofit rehab that I am on the board of directors of. So yeah, it's for a good cause. I'm so glad you came today for this daily dose of hope. And I hope you join me again next time. I'm not going to say tomorrow. (laughs) But I do hope you join me again next time. Because getting sober and staying sober is so much easier when we're doing it together. Thanks so much. Have a great day.